This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game, it's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And, and this, this is, is our, our house. house. Welcome to our house. This is the House of Hockey podcast. I'm your girl, Ray Ray. And I'm Breezy. Welcome to this new episode. We are still in quarantine slash work from home life. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Where, where are you? Where do we find you, Breezy? Uh, I am in my home office, aka my bedroom. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> yes, that's where I am. My bedroom slash home office. Yes. Haven't left. <laughs> following the rules. Are you following the rules? Uh, I am following the rules, but I did venture out today. I had to go to the grocery store um, and I had to go to two different grocery stores to find what I needed, which sucked but it's okay i did get my go-to coffee order oh look at you (laughs) yep had to had to do it it was open and there was no one waiting in line so but yeah just uh working in in puzzle life for me what about you working and working i haven't really done any true uh like mental relaxation stuff that I normally do. I've taken a couple walks on the beach. I live over by the beach and I mm-hmm. think that's still allowed. Um, I'm, I'm walking alone. Yeah. Six feet away from everybody. So <laughs> it should be okay. Uh, so I've done a couple of those, which has been really nice just to have yeah. some fresh air and, mm-hmm. and get out. But yeah, I'm feeling actually really motivated and have a lot of ideas to start it sort of, help people right now with video training and how to be on video and how to be on camera and trying to just Mm -hmm. get the word out that I offer that and I can teach that to people who are really unfamiliar with this space now because so many people are working from home and all that and right so yeah just working on that and watching some Netflix shows and you know what else we found out that we have in common what's that that we both love Jersey Shore the MTV (laughs) reality show we do. We oh my do. God. I do watch. Uh, I do watch Jersey Shore on on Thursdays. <laughs> Never fails. I I'm there. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. Gosh, I swear I'm gonna come out of quarantine looking like Mike came out of jail. Just ripped. <laughs> that's that's gonna be me. I'm got nothing to do but gym tan laundry. Oh my! Not gosh. even gym. Home gym. And not even yes. tan. I, it's been rainy, and I don't even really like the sun. As much as I love the old ones, I really love the new seasons, like family vacation when they're all together. And um, <laughs> I still, I almost think that they're funnier now because they're all like grown up and have kids, except for Vinny. And well, Vinny really. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike doesn't have kids either, but right. Um, but yeah. Who's I mean, your favorite character? Ooh. Uh, character like they're not real people all yeah. right who's your favorite cast member god i feel like i could say like a, uh i feel like i would be friends with any one of them maybe my, uh nah, maybe not angelina she's she's a little much for me but uh 
I feel like Snooki's still probably the funniest. And I feel like she would just be really fun to hang out with just because you would laugh at everything she said. Yeah. I love Polly D. Polly D cracks my shit up. Like yeah, he, does, he yeah. everything he does and everything that comes out of his mouth makes me um, laugh so hard. Wasn't he doing like <laughs> wake up? Like he would on one of the seasons, he was like walking yeah. around in all the rooms, like wake up. Or like yeah. he had like a catchphrase with it. And then oh, yeah, what was that? I, I don't know. Like I don't remember what it was, but like, and he's the one who's like all the quotes that I quote from that show are all Polly D. Like, Cam's yeah. here. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I even say it's t-shirt time in my head when I need to go get dressed. Like really? Like not even on purpose. Like that's just what happens. <laughs> it's t-shirt every time. time. I, yeah, every time I walk into uh like my sister's house, I always go, party's here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, uh. He's my favorite. And when he brought that life-size Sammy to, oh, yep. to the family vacation, yep. that thing was so creepy, but it was so funny. I don't know. It he, was funny. He cracks, my, cracks me up. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Oh, so if people are listening and we just start saying weird things like, party's here, yeah. time. Now you all know what those references are and that would be Jersey Shore. So thank you to all the cast members for bringing a little light into our lives. <laughs> yes, yes, I, uh, I back that up. <laughs> yeah, well, since this is what, episode three, mm-hmm. we, uh, we really felt like we wanted to keep letting everybody who's listening get to know who we are a little bit outside of our hockey stuff because we really you know we address that with all of our interviews that we do here and mm-hmm. you know the first episode we really dove deep into our hockey history and since there's no hockey to watch right now uh, we thought it would be fun to you know let let you all in to a little bit more of our <laughs> inner workings of our mind and uh uh you know, we love Jersey Shore, but we thought we would do a couple other fun little uh, get to know you questions uh, for both Breezy and I to get to know each other even more and for mm-hmm. you all listening. So let's start with uh, best birthday ever. Do you have one, Breezy? Um, you know, so I was born on my dad's birthday. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So I share a birthday with my dad. And it seems like every year, um, we don't really do anything. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you like would a think, cake, like, you know, a cotton, nothing? I mean, we do like cake and stuff like that, I guess. I mean, no, I don't guess. I mean, we do. But <laughs> it's like, you would think like, you know, two people having the, a birthday on the same day, like double the party, right? No, it's it's more like, oh yeah, it's just your guys' birthday. It's fine. No work. Nah, it's fine. Um, so best birthday ever. I honestly can't really, you know, recall like too many of them. Um, I did get a Roman Yossi jersey for my birthday, gosh, four years ago, uh, which was really cool. Um, family came together for that. Uh and my friends did take me to uh they took me to Disneyland and then immediately took me to a Kings game, which was also really cool, but it was also really weird because I heard the weirdest thing I've ever heard at a hockey game, which we'll have to cover one day. Okay. Well, I or feel we like, I feel want, like, you, you, yeah, you, we can't, we can't not <clears throat> tell the story because people are listening and they're like, what was the weirdest yeah. thing you ever heard at a hockey game? 
Yeah, so I would it? say this one definitely takes the cake. I've heard quite a few things, but this one definitely takes the cake. Um, so we, so the Kings were playing, uh, they were playing the Wild. So the guy behind me, he was a, he was a Minnesota guy. He's probably like 30 years old, which, yeah, that's like a normal age because that's what I'm, I'm turning. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm older so, than you, so <laughs> careful yeah. what you say. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, he was behind me. He was, like I said, a Minnesota guy. It was like him and like two of his other buddies. And you could tell they had been drinking like all day long. Um, and all he kept saying the entire game was, come on, boys, show them what the bear does. And I'm like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, but he was like screaming it. And it was like, I'm just like, what, what is happening? And then he started calling every single player Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> okay. It made no sense. And then all of a sudden, he just had this urge to scream out, come on, Jimmy, rape him. <gasps> Whoa, that's like... It was, that was weird. I mean, they were getting into a fight. But it's just kind of a weird thing. <laughs> I've never Still. heard someone refer to a fight as a, a, a rape, which was it's kind of heavy. So did you like turn around and tell him like, What's your, what's happening? Why are you yelling these? Okay, what does the bear thing mean? I have a lot well, of questions. I feel What like does a bear look- do? I know a bear shits in the woods. I mean. But what does it have to do with hockey? Isn't, it's their logo, isn't it? Isn't the Minnesota Wild, isn't it their, uh, or maybe oh. it's the mascot? I don't, we need a Minnesota person on here. We do. It's, it's just like a weird, like thing with the sun on it. What's their, is it their mascot? I don't know. Maybe. Let's I, I don't know. Wild fans are just screaming at us right now. They're know, listening they're and they're like, how like... do you not fucking know? It is. It's a sunset in the woods. I thought, well, that's like the logo. Yeah, but it's in the shape of a bear, isn't it? <gasps> I never noticed that. There you go. Oh it's, my it's God. I bear. never noticed that. You thought it was just a sunset in the woods. I did. With like a shooting star. Yes. And like a river. I see it. I see it now. I, I see I it now. I actually have never really noticed the sunset. See, I was the opposite. I, I saw really? a bear with some oh my weird God. markings on it. <laughs> see? <laughs> That's like one of those. Do you remember those 3D books that yeah. like you would like, it just looked like a big blur and then like you put your face really close to it and then yeah. you would zoom out slowly and you could see something different? Or you That's just go cross just- yeah, that that's what just yeah. happened with me with the Minnesota logo. I had no clue that that was a fucking bear. It's a bear. I, I, you know what? So I can tell you I'm not does. alone. That that's, is what the bear does. My yeah. my best birthday. I'm not a fan of celebrating my birthday. It's a lot Why of, ex- oh, man, so much expectation to like yeah. have to do something because it's your birthday. Like yeah. that whole thing, I, I really... I, I don't really care for any of that, but I don't know. I don't really have a, a favorite. I did throw yeah. myself a party. That was fun. When I oh. turned 27, 28, when I first moved to, when I was living in LA and uh, mm-hmm. I was house sitting uh, at a giant house in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And we had the whole place to ourselves. It was me and this um, couple that were my age. And mm-hmm. 
I wanted to do a themed murder mystery party where you like solve the murder, like all the guests have to like figure out who killed the person, you know, like one of those, like, like clue, but Uh in real life. And the house was like perfect for it because it had an elevator and had like all these different rooms and um, the couple were so great. They like planned the whole thing and like had like fake blood and crime scene yeah. tape and uh it was a lot of fun but it was a lot of work when you have to plan your own party you know like I, I cooked bet. all the food and you're trying to make sure everyone was having a good time but everybody dressed up it was like 70s theme and it was fun oh that's cool that is cool I know we were uh we we're gonna be well you were gonna go to Nashville uh next <laughs> week as well so we were my friends and I we were gonna go to Nashville for my big I'm turning 30 actually I think this episode's gonna be coming out on my birthday on the 30, you're the 31st? I'm the 31st, yeah. <gasps> well, so happy we were, birthday. I guess we should oh, say happy you. birthday because this is coming out today. This, this is coming out today, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were going to go to Nashville. Now, that would be my first ever trip I've ever gone on a birthday. But obviously, uh, you know, 30 is going to be doing me dirty rather than me doing 30 dirty. So that's fine. That's cool. Um, nope. But you know what? It's all good. It is all good. But you know what is my favorite? What? Captain Crunch cereal. <laughs> Odd. You know, I don't think I've ever had Captain Crunch cereal. Are you kidding me? Uh-uh. Why do you like Never. it? No. It's delicious. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. It's crunchy. It's captain It's crunchy. It's, it's kind of, it's fruity, especially Captain Crunch berries. Oh my God. I went to the grocery store today, <clears throat> as I had already talked about and I saw a box of Captain Crunch and it took everything in me to not buy it because I have not I actually I don't eat cereal anymore but I want it so bad and this whole quarantine thing is really really making me want some cereal (laughs) I don't blame you I mean maybe I will order you a box of Captain Crunch for your birthday on Amazon and have it sent to you does Amazon Thank do that? You. I don't even know. You know, they do, um, but am- everything is, is delayed in shipping. But it's a thought that counts. Okay. So I appreciate that. I appreciate right. that. What's your favorite cereal? Cereal. I'm like you. I don't eat cereal anymore because oh. the problem is it's so delicious that yes, I, cannot, I cannot eat just one bowl of cereal. I have to have like three bowls of cereal to yeah. feel satisfied because it's so sugary right. and delicious. So yeah. I had to just stop eating the cereal. But I grew yeah. up on um, Honey Nut Cheerios. Ooh, those are good. And what were those? Yellow corn pops. Corn, corn pops. Yes. Yes. That, yes. I love corn pops. But it, the thing is that they have zero flavor to them. But there's like a sugary like coating and i think that's what makes them so good let's jump to uh to some pittsburgh the berg talk as the people from pittsburgh sometimes call it i think my uh steel uh, city steel city so our guest today on this episode is uh elena she is a uh, you can find her on instagram at life of elena she's a diehard pittsburgh penguins fan but she's from georgia and we're really going to enjoy her story of like explanation of all that. We brought her on to talk about her fandom and tell us more about 
what it's like to be a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, because as you guys know, Breezy and I are not, you know, that is not our team of choice. And so she's here to really, really dive deep into all things Penguins and, and all of that. But we do know some stuff about the Penguins, and we thought we would uh, talk about some of the things we do know about the team. And uh, one of those things, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind, for me at least, is Sid. Sid, Sidney Crosby, Sid the Kid. Good old Sid. And what are your thoughts on Sid? Because he can be a little polarizing. A lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. A lot of people call him Sidney, like, no, Sidney. Oh, shit, I fucked it up. Anyway, it, making reference to him being like a girl or something like Cry that. Baby Crosby. Some, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's only Flyers fans who do that because the rivalry, but... I uh, I like Sydney. I I think he's he's a great player. He's been in the league forever. He's got an insane work ethic. He has mm-hmm. a lot of superstitions, yes, which I find does. really interesting. Yeah, like a lot of pregame rituals and superstitions and stuff like that. But hey, whatever works to get how many cups? How many cups does he have? Three or two? Yeah. Uh, I think he, was he three. part of that 09? Three. I think, yeah, I think he's three. Yeah. So you're a, you're a Sid lover. Yeah. Or what's, not a lover, but you're a, a pro Sydney. Yeah. I mean, what's not to like about what's not to like about him? I, I don't give me an argument. Tell me tell me why I shouldn't like him. <laughs> you know, I would, but I I side with you. I'm I'm a I, I'm a I'm a fan. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say he's my number one pick, obviously, but he does get a lot of hate. Um, I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, obvious, but not obvious at the same time. Just, I just think people like to, to kind of point their finger at him and, and blame him for a lot of stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think you can't, haters are going to hate, right? And yeah. they're going to hate, they're going to hate ones that are, are good. And they, cause they kind of wish that they could maybe be as skilled and um yeah to your point I mean he's a he's an excellent player he's really good in the community he's a really good guy he's probably another one of those guys that has really good fan adequate and you know I mean hopefully one day we'll we'll catch someone who has has met him and and can touch on that but yeah I would say uh well I've met him yeah you have yeah I've interviewed him I interviewed him on uh the red carpet at the NHL awards in 2019. Okay. And he's just as nice of a Canadian guy, like kid as you could. He's just exactly the way he is in all yeah. of his press interviews. He was very nice. He keeps it really short, direct and to the point. He doesn't, you know, really give a lot of his personal life or personal opinions Mm -hmm. he keeps it really professional and I know he gets a lot of heat for that because people feel like they're owed something from a celebrity and I don't think they are but he was really nice I asked him about uh fans like you know good share a good fan story or something and Mm -hmm. we we can we can share the clip uh for if if you want I could I can I can cue it up and we can play it it's like a one minute interview i got two questions in before somebody else jumped in and started asking him questions but yeah should we I play mean, it should i play it yeah why not your best fan story ever oh, man. Be the last one. i don't even put me on the spot 
best fan or as far worst as like fan story. commitment? No, like, just like somebody you've met or encountered or like. Yeah, I've got nothing for you in the best you, fan category. Do you get recognized like at the grocery store in the bathroom in weird places? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Can that's you a share fair any of those? Yeah, I mean, all the above. I mean, yeah. yeah, it happens. It's uh, some places are better than the other. You know, others I would say that, but uh, yeah, the grocery store is fine. The bathrooms kind of is yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah that's always really. Yeah. So speaking of Sid, him and Nathan McKinnon are from the same. Oh, that's right. The same, same. So aren't they from Nova Scotia? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah. Anyway, so they're from the same. So if you had to pick between Sid the Kid and Nate Dog, uh-huh. I'm sure his nickname is probably Nate Dog. Who would you pick? Sid. Sid, really? Sure. See, I'm a Nathan McKinnon fan, so I, I got to go with Nate. We also have to mention, of course, Mario Lemieux. He's synonymous mm-hmm. with Pittsburgh Penguins. He yes. played for them, cups, uh, bought is a part owner of the team when the team was the franchise was in you know facing bankruptcy he jumped Mm -hmm. in he hosted uh i think it was i don't remember which year but he hosted the stanley cup party at his house in the pool there's like some pretty famous pictures of uh (laughs) the stanley cup and being drank out of in mario lemieux's pool and i heard he's just like a legend great guy As you know, as part of the House of Hockey podcast, we want to interview all the people that make up this beautiful house and community of hockey. And that includes the diehard fans. And we're really making an effort for Easy and I to make sure that we get you guys on here and hear about your firsthand experiences with your teams, traveling to visit other teams, and just, you know, the all around fan experience. So to get us started with this episode, I want to introduce my friend who is is very colorful. She's opinionated hockey fan with a very adorable Southern drawl, but do not let that fool you. She is on a mission to visit every NHL stadium. Please welcome Elena from at Life of Elena on social media. Hello, thank you for having me. See, the intro lived up to to who you are, don't you think? Oh my gosh, it was perfect. I'm so excited and I'm probably going to like make a really pretty like wall art of everything you just said. Thank you. Above my desk so everyone knows who I am. As you well should, because we're all now, you know, working from home. So, you know, and Zooming and taking all these business calls, right? Oh, you would not believe how many virtual calls I have been a part of in the last three days. It's insane. And of course, they're all things that could be settled in an email, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, Breezy has not met Elena except for right now, but um, we met uh, what in the fall in October, the beginning of the hockey season. Well, we met on yeah. Instagram, but do you want to tell yeah, the story? maybe during playoffs or so last season and then yeah met in person in October that's right Elena uh was traveling to California went to a Ducks game and she was like Ray do you want to come with me and I was like hell yeah I want to go with you to a hockey game and meet in real life it's amazing how we can all connect on social media and then 
we connected in real life and we had so much fun at the game and you did some filming for me. <laughs> I never met her and I'm like, okay, so I'll go to the game with you. I'm super excited, but can you just like hold this camera and record me interviewing fans? Also, I let you park for free in my hotel parking lot. Yes, you did. Ooh. You are a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> and you took me to In-N-Out after, so it was like the perfect arrangement. I did. It's That's what friendship's all about. Um, exactly. So anyway, so that's how we met. And um, let's kick it off, and then I'll let Breezy ask some questions, obviously. But uh, Elena, tell us first, like, who's your hockey team? And for people who aren't watching this, they, they can't see your t-shirt. So uh, tell us your team and uh, what got you into hockey in the first place. Okay, so my team is the best team in the National Hockey League, which is the Pittsburgh Penguins, of course. Um, I have been a fan of the Penguins for, actually been into hockey and then been a Penguins fan for almost exactly 10 years. I started getting into hockey like December 09. So of course, right after they won the cup, I didn't even know they had won the cup until like March of 2010. So I was kind of late to that party, but that's okay. Cause I got to see it come around again. Um, but I guess before I start my story, I should remind everyone that we were all once teenagers and shallow and did things to impress people we liked. And that is how my story begins. Um, I was working my first job when I was 17. And this boy that I worked with, who's a couple years older than me, um, was he talked about hockey one day. And I was like, oh, I need to go watch hockey. So I went home and I started watching it. And I actually really got into it. I grew up in Athens, Georgia, which if any of the listeners are college football people, they'll know that as the University of Georgia. Um, and so it's all about football and nothing else in my town. Um, and so I was like, well, I already like football, so I can get into another sport. And hockey, just it really drew me in with the passion. It's very similar to how passionate people are, especially in Georgia, about college football. So I think that's why I was able to grasp onto it is because you get a lot of loyal people and excited people. And I love that type of thing. So started watching it. Talked to him a few weeks later and mentioned it. He had no idea what I was talking about. He was like, oh, well, I, I really don't watch hockey. Uh, I guess we watched it one time at a friend's house or something. But did you see that dogs game last night? It was so good. And I was like, okay, well, I like this thing now. So I'm just going to be watching it. And I, the probably the worst part of the story is one day I was watching a game. And you know, the little like ticker tape at the bottom uh, it shows you like what games are up next or kind of headlines and stuff like that. And I yeah. saw a game and it said penguins and then another, I think it was Rangers actually, but I just remember penguins and 17 year old Elena went, penguins are my favorite animal. There's a team called the penguins. <laughs> Lift over to this game and that's it. That's how I became a penguins fan. Because you it. like penguins. I like, I like it. Penguins. <laughs> I mean, hey, I love it. So, and I mean, I could, 10 years later, I could tell you a million reasons why I love this team and the community, but it all started because I was trying to impress a boy and I like penguins. I love it. Hey, hey that's, that's a, that's a good story. Can we pause for one <laughs> second? Elena, do you have um, headphones that you can use? Yeah. Do you need to plug in? Yeah. Cause I'm hearing like a clicking sound. Do you hear that too, Breezy? 
Yeah, a little bit. I think it's just because it's coming through your speakers and you're talking. So if you have headphones, that will be awesome. Sorry to stop this awesome flow, but that's okay. <laughs> I can redo that too if you need me to. Nah, we'll let it ride, I think. Or Breezy, uh, do you feel strongly? Yeah, I think it was fine. It was just like a tiny little click. I don't think the normal user will probably know, but if we can fix okay. it out, it's probably yeah. good. Yeah, sorry. I forgot to tell you that before we started. I told you I was a little discombobulated, so. <laughs> That's okay. Give me two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I heard you piggybacking there, Breezy. Oh, I was trying. <laughs> Zoom recording, and then Breezy's going to pick up from, from, from there. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, penguins. Um, crazy that's crazy that's a crazy story yeah it's a good conversation excuse me it's a good conversation starter i told that story to someone when i was in vegas a few weeks ago and oh. honestly he would not shut up during the whole game wanting to talk to me more about it because he just found that conversation or that story so interesting which made friends so worked out nice so where do you currently live i currently live in austin texas Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's where I live. Um, I actually, so I live act, uh, 10 minutes down the road from the Texas Stars, which is the AHL affiliate for Dallas. Mm -hmm. And then from my house to the American Airlines Center where Dallas plays is about two and a half hours. So there are okay. some times where I will just get in my car and drive up there, go to a game and drive back. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm that person. <laughs> You're that person. I'm that person. That's, that's fine. So do you go to a lot of Texas Stars games or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe about 10 a year. Okay. Yeah. I would say about 10 a year. I'm actually looking into, I keep telling myself that I'm going to, but I think I'm really going to do it this next season. I'm going to do like their half season package, mm -hmm. which I guess is about like 20 games. It's, it's yeah. really affordable and it's, it's not a 7,000 person arena, so it's not huge. It's yeah. a good time, a good space, a really good community. I actually like their community a lot more than the Dallas Stars community. Really? So, uh, yeah. So they're just really down to earth. Um, Rachel will probably want me to tell my mascot story with them. Yes. And oh, mascot we'll, story. Yeah. Well, also, I want, you call them the baby stars, right? The, 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 I, the Austin team. Yes. Yeah, so I call them the baby stars because it's kind of a hockey Twitter thing that we call the Wilkes-Barre Scranton penguins, the baby penguins. Okay. And so with a lot of the injuries that Pittsburgh's had this year, they've had to call up a lot of AHL guys. And so we're like, the baby penguins are here and they're, you know, they're going to help us. Well, um, I just started calling the, the Texas stars, the baby stars, and I'm the only one who says it, but I love it. So it's okay. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, tell us about the the mascot story. So you went to the Baby Penguins versus the Baby Stars game, and you were yes. wearing your penguin shirt, and that did not go over well, right? It didn't, but it was a good time. So <laughs> I, I will say I'm a really good sport. Like, I don't mind kind of, you know, getting not made fun of, but like, someone nudging me, like if I'm the away team, like the home yeah. team kind of giving me some grief and stuff. I'm I play very well. I'm a really good sport about things, but yeah, so it was the first time ever that Wilkes-Barre has come to play Texas. And so they played a Wednesday night game and a Friday night game. And I went to both, of course. Mm -hmm. And 
for the Wednesday night game, there's not a lot of people there. And I actually, I have a friend who has season tickets and she was able to get a glass seat for me um, from her like ticket rep. Uh, I still had to pay for it, but it was more like they were able to grab that for me. Yeah. So um, I was by myself on the row. <laughs> and I had my Penguins jersey on and there were actually a couple Penguins fans like a row or two behind me but the rest was just Stars fans okay and um the baby Penguins did horribly (laughs) like at one point um Casey DeSmith who is their goalie he used to be our backup goalie but he did not make the roster this year and so he was he's been in Wilkes-Barre the whole season um he's still a baby penguin He's still a baby penguin. He was a real penguin for a little while. Then he went back to baby status. Uh, you got to crawl before you can run or crawl before you can skate. Yeah. So um, he kicked up the puck in. The goalie kicked, kicked the puck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. very mm-hmm. embarrassing. It was. And uh, the mascot noticed. And so he, so their mascot, if, I would recommend everyone look up Ringo with the Texas Stars. He's like a ringtail raccoon. I think that's what he is. Okay. Only um, in Texas, baby. Uh, Only yeah. in Texas. Mm-hmm. He has his own Twitter account, his own Instagram account, and he's on TikTok. And he is still waiting for the Dallas Stars to follow him on TikTok. It's a thing, apparently. Um, okay. So anyway, so he... I like I hear some people behind me going like, "Oh, Ringo, there she is, there she is," and I'm like, "What are they talking about?" Turn around, this mascot is like leaning over chair, staring at me. Oh God! Yeah. And so here he comes. He comes running down, and he sits. And this is Wednesday's game. Friday's game has a separate story, so I'll try to make them both quick. But basically, he sits next to me, puts his arm around me, and starts like pointing at the scoreboard. And then, like, pointing at our goalie. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. And, he, you know, it was a little playful. And then he, like, turned to his little handler person and was, like, doing kind of like a give-it-to-me motion. Mm-hmm. And I think the handler's supposed to have, like, maybe, like, some silly string or something like that to, like, you yeah. know, just kind of play around. But he, he, the guy was like, I don't have anything. So they went away, and with about two minutes left in the game, he came back and, again, put his arm around me and just kept pointing at the scoreboard and kind of, like, acting like he was laughing. And so it was all in good fun. And we took a picture, and it was cute. (laughs) Well, Friday night's game, my friend Becca from Fort Worth came into town to see it as well. She's a Penguins fan. And he found me again in a totally different spot in the arena. Mm -hmm. Um was like, there were kids sitting in front of me, so he was kind of like using the kids to antagonize me. And they did that like second period. Well, the game ended up going to a shootout. And right before the shootout starts, we hear kids kind of right around the stairs saying like, Ringo, Ringo, Ringo. And I was like, oh shit, again. Here he comes <laughs> running up the stairs with a Texas star shirt in his hand, waving it. And it's like, he does like the give it to me motion again. And I'm like, no way. And his name was like, he wants you to take off the penguins jersey. Oh Good thing God. I had on a shirt underneath. Okay, first of all. <laughs> uh, sometimes I just wear like a tank top or something. So I had a full like t-shirt on. Yeah. So the kids were really excited. And it was the baby penguins. I would never do this <laughs> if Sidney Crosby was on that ice. But it was the baby penguins. And so I took off my jersey. 
Uh-huh. And I put on the t-shirt and the baby penguins lost to the baby stars. Oh, geez. But I will say the video of me taking off my jersey, putting on the Texas Stars jersey and everyone cheering and he's so excited has the most likes of anything on my Instagram account. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But I mean, really, like a lot of people were saying, like, you're a really good sport. And I was like, yeah, like it was fun. And yeah. the kids were excited. And he did blow me a kiss and did like the call me motion after. So I mean, yeah, who knows? Who I knows? think he's in love with you. I think the mascot fell in love with you from I day guess one. So <laughs> I mean, hello, I love the penguins. And I guess he probably loves the penguins, but he's not allowed to show that. Maybe that's that's it true. Well, did yeah. this experience uh, make you become a big stars fan? No. So the, that experience actually only happened about six weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> um, so that's like a new story that I have. Um, okay. It, so I would say I, if we're kind of talking NHL, mm-hmm. I like the Dallas stars only because I live in Texas and yeah. they're close by. Yeah. They are not a team I would follow if I wasn't in Texas. Um, I could, yeah, that's honestly, we could have a whole separate podcast episode about the, the things I feel about the Dallas stars and <laughs> how I feel I could help their organization and what I think about their team, but yeah. I support them because they're close by and I can see them mm-hmm. the most. Yeah. Um, so did you go to the winter classic at all? I did. Oh, I did. And they played Nashville, which I know from y'all's first episode, that's one of your teams. That is, that is. I actually um, somehow ended up getting a ticket right next to, I guess, where their season ticket holders were sitting because okay. they, like one entire section uh-huh. was all Nashville. Yeah. And they were right next to me. So I was, I was guessing it was probably like the season ticket holder like yeah. place, but yeah, I yeah, so. I went to the winter classic and it was really cool. It was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Really? What do you, mm-hmm. what do you think was like, was it cool? Was it like something you'd want to do again? Um, it was cool. I like the fact, and someone kind of had to remind me this afterwards, cause I kind of had like a ticket snafu. Um, okay. I, I paid a pretty good price for my ticket and it ended mm-hmm. up being like under an awning and there was a pole in my oh. view. Mm. So I was a little negative at first, but then I was by myself and I snuck into a different seat and it ended up being (laughs) incredible. Um, But I really think that the Winter Classic and any outdoor game is special because everyone's experience is going to be different at every game. Um, I I ended up, my seat that I snuck into was next to some people who have been to every Winter Classic. Really? Yeah. And they were saying how they go to it because the experience is different and the atmosphere and, you know, the cities and everything like that. And that's why they love it. And they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's the negatives, like your seat was not so great. And the, I don't think that they did it at the state fair, the Texas state fair. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they planned for that many people or thought that that many people would cause such kind of bad crowd control. Mm, okay. Yeah, so, you were telling me a little bit, Elena, after like you went, we debriefed and you told me yeah. <laughs> that like, I mean, let it rip. I mean, they the NHL totally dropped the ball on the crowd control or, or maybe it wasn't the NHL, but maybe it was the, the state fairgrounds. Like they did not have enough bathrooms. They did not have enough food. And that stadium is built for how many hundred, 80,000 or is it more? 
Yeah, so that, and I don't know who's responsible for this. That's the whole thing. I don't know with the Winter Classic or anything like that, if it's the NHL who takes over, if it's Dallas, like the Stars, or the mm -hmm. State Fair, like the fairgrounds, who, but they did not do a good job with crowd control. So to kind of explain this for people who aren't familiar with the State Fair, so the State Fair is in October, and the biggest thing is when the University of Texas and Oklahoma play the football game in the Cotton Bowl. And they have the entire fairground open. And then there's about 80,000 people who go to the football game. For the Winter Classic, they had a fourth of the fairground open with 80,000 people. Yeah, that doesn't work. That's not, no. that doesn't work. You gotta have no. the whole thing open and like. It doesn't. And they did, they ran out of food. Every stand ran out of food. They didn't have like barrier set up. So like you were constantly like running into lines because there weren't like stanchions and stuff. And the Cotton Bowl, and they actually did like a history of the Cotton Bowl before the game started. It was originally built to hold 40,000. And so those hallways and like, you know, walking ways were built for 40,000. And then they added on in the 80s, maybe 80s or 90s to accommodate 80,000 or however many, 85, something like that. But the thing with the Texas OU game is everyone's at the fair and they come in, you know, every so often. And then you have all 80,000 sitting down. Whereas the Winter Classic, yeah, there was some stuff to do outside of the Cotton Bowl. It really was everyone was just going straight to their seat. And gotcha. it was, I specifically am claustrophobic. So me touching shoulders with people doesn't work. And people are probably saying, Elena, why'd you go to a thing of 80,000 people? <laughs> well, sometimes I'll, I'll brave it, but it, the crowd control was just really bad. And yeah, gotcha. um, that was like the negative, but I got to touch the Stanley cup, which was the biggest positive. And um, I really did like that instead of, cause their marketing was first doing like Wild West and Cowboys and stuff like that, which I didn't like. Wait, weren't but there once, like pig races and stuff like during the intermissions yeah. and like rodeo, whatever you call that with the, the, the lasso, what is that called? Yeah. So like, like, um, not, uh, what is it? Kind of like rodeo acrobats or kind of something like that. I actually enjoyed that because, and they did I don't know what they did on TV. I didn't rewatch it or anything, but they explained it at the game. They were basing everything on the State Fair of Texas, which something that's a really big deal about the State Fair of Texas is pig races are a big mm -hmm. deal. They do kind of the rodeo stuff. They have corn dogs is like your big food item that you get or anything fried. So they really, at the game itself, it was all about the State Fair, whereas mm -hmm. leading up to it, they were doing kind of more like cowboys and I wasn't feeling that. So yeah. much better in person than it was leading up to it. What do you think's the best state fair food? Like, I'm curious. I've never been to a state fair, so I don't okay. know. I mean, Me neither. Is so it like the I fried butter? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had fried butter. Um, oh, I'm going to try and get this right, but you might get a message from me later telling you what it was. Um, okay. The state fair of Texas is really cool. They they take a pride in their food and they have a competition every year. It's basically like foodie central. Okay. My friend had a fried chicken Alfredo ball that she said was the best thing she's ever eaten. Oh, that sounds so, good. So yeah, they do kind of weird stuff like that every year. And then you have your traditional, I will say the corn dogs at the state fair of Texas are not the best Disneyland corn dogs are superior than any <laughs> other corn dog ever. Wow. Corn dogs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I, have I never a thought I would ever rate a corn dog in my life. But. Mm-hmm. Disneyland and not the one in um, Frontierland. You want to go to the Little Red Wagon on Main Street. That's the best corn dog in the entire world. All right. You heard her first here. Yeah. You are just full of very important information. And I know Breezy is a big, uh, are you a grill master? Are you a barbecue aficionado? What are we, how do we describe this? um, Well, I really don't know how to describe it, but I do love uh, barbecuing and like smoking. I think smoking is probably my favorite. I have, I have a big giant Traeger smoker and I just bought a, uh, do you have a green egg or is that like not cool anymore um i don't know i mean i'll probably i mean anything having to do with barbecues is cool in my books so (laughs) yeah i Um, I dated a guy who was really big into grilling and barbecuing and he had the he was called like the big green egg or something like that but this was eight years ago Uh uh-huh um but yeah so well you need to come visit me in austin um my husband and i were really big steak people Oh, me too. And so, yeah. So what's your favorite kind of steak? Um, gosh, I, um, I like all steak, to be honest with you. If it's cooked, I'm a, I'm a medium rare kind of person, more rare okay. than medium. So I'm like, basically just straight off the cow. I'm, I'll just eat it. <laughs> I'm a little straight more medium, a little more medium, love medium rare. Uh, oh. I can cook you the best steak ever. Come visit. We'll we'll go to my favorite steakhouse. We'll go get barbecue. It's we're, in. We're, we're coming. We're yeah, coming. Let's do it. <laughs> so you had mentioned, um, you know, an ex, but you're married now, and your husband mm-hmm. is not a hockey fan. No. Tell us about that dynamic and how does that work? How does that work? Um, honestly, there's not too much of a dynamic to it. Um, we, our relationship is really, it works very well because we are similar in personality, but opposites in the things we like. So, um, we very much kind of thrive on having our separate interests and having friends and those interests and then coming together on things we do have in common. We like a lot of like same music and movies and we're both and kind steak. of whole bodies and steak. Yes. <laughs> um, and you know, we have opinions about food and stuff like that. So, um, but it, he honestly is my biggest cheerleader in everything I do. And even though he's not a hockey fan or sports fan at all, um, he took me to Pittsburgh last year for the first time and went to a pins flyers game with me which you know is like a big deal yeah and um he actually really enjoyed himself and i would say he goes to about one game a year with me and he does enjoy it and i think it's kind of the excitement of seeing it in person um but yeah you're not going to catch him sitting on the couch with me watching it or anything like that but it, it works for us you know when i'm watching hockey he's doing other stuff and then we come together on the stuff we like so Nice. Yeah. I like that. <clears throat> so I, uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to break it out right here. So your team, the pins and my team, the Preds played no, in we're a not gonna uh, talk about that. Stanley cup final. Mm-hmm. Stanley cup final. Uh, yeah. Obviously I remember you won. It. You won. Yeah. You won. That's you won. right. Obviously. But it's cool. So I, um, you know that Nick Bonino, when he played for the Pens, he actually played game two of the Stanley Cup Finals with a broken leg. Did you know that? I, I believe did not. so, yes. Wow. Yeah, so he played with a broken leg, and 
I just thought that was absolutely insane. It just kind of proves that, you know, hockey players, when their adrenaline's going, uh, it doesn't really matter what's wrong with them. I mean, a broken tibula, I mean, that's it's pretty nuts. But it was it's funny because they obviously, the Pens obviously ended up winning the Stanley Cup. And then that offseason, Nick Bonito came to the Predators. Yeah. So how was that, obviously? I mean, being a Pens fan and just kind of seeing, you know, obviously trade deadline too and um, – that's always kind of hard. So how do you, how do you deal with that? That one, honestly, that one didn't hit me too much. Okay. Um, I, not that I, I try my best to pay attention to all of them, but he, he wasn't one I was too, had too many opinions about. Okay. Um, actually, if I could kind of turn that question, um, the thing that gave me all the feels was Patrick Hornquist. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So he is one of my favorite current Penguins players. Okay. Um, I really like him. I kind of like his personality. He always seems mm-hmm. to be having a good time. And yeah. he has the most beautiful family I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually, here a couple weeks ago, I was homesick. And I mm-hmm. watched the 2017 like Stanley Cup DVD or whatever they, yeah. that the team puts out. Mm-hmm. And they put a lot of focus on. So he won. He, he um, scored the game-winning goal to win yep. the Stanley Cup. And um, they really showed, and it made me cry, honestly. He scored, and he went over to the bench, and they were all cheering. And I can't remember who said it in the interview, but they were like, we looked at him, and he was white as a ghost. And, really? and, they, he, and he, they were like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he was like, don't put me in. I can't go back out there. And so he sat out like a shift or two and they were like, he was so emotional because he had just, you know, they were like every, in the finals, it's like every, especially I think it was, it was game six. Yeah. Game six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this could, this could be it. And the fact that he scored it for his former team, you know, against his former team, it, he was yeah. really overcome with emotion and that it just, that hits my heart. So yeah. that's kind of, that's more of a pins, uh predators kind of story that i paid attention to yeah. um yeah that's cool how, how would you describe being a, a penguins fan like what's it like and especially because you don't live in pittsburgh so like what is that like it's the best in the world <laughs> um <laughs> i i don't know I, it's hard to describe it i definitely feel like i belong you know, especially kind of growing up in a college football town and that not really being my thing or, you know, just always kind of feeling a little left out. When I found the Penguins and I found this community, it was the first time I felt like I fit in, which sounds so cliche. This is not going to be one of those stories. Like I finally fit in, but it, it honestly, I, I had something in common with everyone. Every single Penguins fan that I've met is my friend. Like, I've never met one who I was like, I don't really care for them. I meet them at airports. I meet them go shopping and I'm wearing like my t-shirt and they all come up. Oh, go pins. And it's like, we're friends. And it's honestly, it's, it's the most amazing community. I, I've been to Pittsburgh a few times in the past year. And every time I just feel so welcomed and such belonging in the city and then at the arena and everything like that. And even I think I said one time that like someone asked me what's the best NHL city to visit. And I actually, at that time I said San Jose and they were like, not Pittsburgh. And I was like, Pittsburgh might not be for everyone. Mm. I truly think that. Why? My, what is it about Pittsburgh? 
Uh, not that it wouldn't be for everyone, but like there's nothing that really sets it apart. Like mm. the a Penguins game, you know, I've been to several games this season and I've seen a lot of different like kind of in in-game like shows and how they kind of interact with fans and stuff. Pittsburgh is honestly, they skate out, play the game, skate back in, they play some music during intermission. That's it. There's not really any kind of theatrics or, I mean, they do like the, hey, you know, uh, what is it? Like the put the puck under the cup and switch it around. And yeah, <laughs> they do stuff like that. But it's nothing flashy. And for some people, that's not their thing. But for me, I love it. It's just, we're here to play hockey. And that's it. And Wait, have you been to Pittsburgh? I've not been to Pittsburgh for a I, game. No, I haven't. And actually yeah. it's my, uh, we have, we share a, a similar goal is to, to visit every NHL arena. So, cool. um, I haven't been to too many, um, but yeah, no, I haven't been there yet. Hopefully, hopefully soon. Yeah. I think that everyone should definitely go. It's, I mean, they, we love our team so much. I say we, I'm going to just put me in there as being a part <laughs> of the town. Um, we love our team so much and we're really proud of them. And of course, bad times come and we've had kind of a losing stretch here in the last few weeks and then now we're on pause. But um, I think that for Pittsburgh, you just, you're either going to love it because of what it is. It's a hockey town and we're proud of a hockey team or you might just be like okay this was a hockey game because now I've been to Vegas and I see like medieval times on ice and <laughs> Cirque du Soleil and everything and so people might look at Pittsburgh now and be like okay well they just played hockey but end of the day that's what I'm there for so yeah yeah, yeah tell us a little bit more about where all of the rattle off the names of all the places you've been all the, okay, all so, the stadiums and stuff so I have only I, I can say all of the ones I've been to, I've been to this season. Um, I've been okay. to places in past seasons, but all the ones I'm about to name, I've been to this season. Um, Dallas, San Jose, Anaheim, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Vegas, and then I went to the Winter Classic. Wow. That's nice. seven? That's incredible. Seven? And then, yeah. And like you, we didn't have a full season for you to, well, six, eight, <laughs> six arena, seven with the, with the classic, but that's a lot. And yeah. And I, I think I've seen in all of the NHL games I've been to. So I've been to a few in Pittsburgh, a few in Dallas or more than a few in Dallas. I think I've seen half the NHL play in person and I've been to okay. six arenas. Yeah. That's funny. You know, I've, I had uh, season tickets with the Kings for four years and cool. the Penguins are the only team I've never seen live. You've the never seen Sidney Crosby play live? Well, I don't I've think seen, I I've, have either. I saw him, I saw him play, um, obviously the all-star game when it was out here in LA, oh, um, skills yeah, company. Yeah. So I have seen, uh, I have seen, you know, Sid the kid in person. <laughs> But for whatever reason, I have never been able to go to a, a Penguins game. And it's funny because I've, I've had yeah. season tickets and like they've played multiple times since I've you yeah. know, been out here. So, um, but yeah, interesting. That's crazy that that's the one team that you haven't seen. The one, that's the only team. That's, that's what we have yeah. you here for, Elena, to like <laughs> tell us about the experience that we're missing, you know, because you're missing, I will say you're missing a really great team, um, a really great dynamic, no matter the yeah. trades they have and the people that the new people that come in, um, they, I'm biased, but no one can, you know, say otherwise, Sidney Crosby is incredible, but his leadership 
is mm-hmm. is truly what makes him the best. And yeah. I think that's why it's really it's amazing to watch the Penguins play because of his strong leadership. Just seeing their dynamic on the ice is incredible. Would you yeah. say that Crosby is your favorite player? No. I know. I knew your face was going to do that. <laughs> Who is your um, favorite? This is my face. <laughs> Who is your favorite player? Both uh, my favorite. And I made a face. <laughs> I know. My like, favorite. Uh... Yeah. So he's not my favorite. Uh, I, I mean, of course, I love him. And one of my favorites. My favorite player overall is Evgeny Malkin. Okay. He is my favorite. He has a really great story and has worked really hard to be where he is. And he honestly loves his team so much. I can never imagine him not playing for the Penguins. And he just loves his team so much and loves what he, what he does. And it really shows. And that's why I love him so much. Nice. Would you say he is your, like your ultimate hunk of hockey or is uh, somebody else take the cake? Oh, someone else takes it. Uh, well, it kind of changes. This season, it's um, mm-hmm. been Joe Pavelski since he came to okay. Dallas. Yeah, I love a hot dad, and he is a hot dad, so. <laughs> <laughs> that accent. Love it. <laughs> you love a hot dad. I That's love a hot dad. And the stars have really loved um, him and his son. They've really done a lot of social media content about him hanging out with his son when he celebrated a thousand games um his -hmm. son was there i think during warm-ups he was on the ice with them and then he was wearing like his little stars jersey and uniform and like had full pads on everything coming out to the red carpet how old is his son is his son like little like baby or like grown i would say 11 okay yeah i would say like 11 10 maybe 10 maybe yeah still has kind of like baby face but like Mm -hmm. is getting taller every time you see him on social media um that's just a cute little family his wife i mean kind of looks like me because we both have brown hair and that's it but um (laughs) yeah so (laughs) yeah but he's my yeah he's my hunk of hockey he's just good old american man and good looking dad so captain america as uh san jose sharks said so i know you said uh that you would well before you said that you would say that san jose was probably the best city to go to (laughs) out of all the arenas you've been to uh what would you say is like your favorite favorite arena yeah based off of Hmm. like the game, the in-game experience, anything like that. So uh, I'm about to get some more shocked faces. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. That would be Anaheim. 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 Why? Because you got to hang out with me? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so Anaheim, because um, it reminded me a lot of an AHL game and that it was very kind of bare bones, skate onto the ice, play the game, skate out. Yes, but arena too. Yeah, um, the nicest fans I've ever encountered. Really? Um, uh, except for the people, <laughs> Ray, do you remember the light the lamp situation? Oh God, yes. <laughs> so in Anaheim, they, when they if if the ducks win they do this little thing at the end of the game where they're like light the lamp or something and Mm -hmm. elena and i are like looking looking like where's this lamp lamp? the light and like they put this like weird graphic cartoon on the jumbotron and like 
that was it. It was so lackluster. And Elaine and yeah. I are going, okay, well, where, where the fuck is this light? Like, what, what are they talking about? Where is the lamp? Like, we obviously understand, like, the lamp when you score a goal behind the, yeah. like, we know yeah, what the lamp we is. Yeah. But like, where is this like big production of this lamp? So her and I are walking around asking every Ducks fan, where's the lamp? And they're like, oh, no one out. knew. No one knew. Finally, someone mm -hmm. said, oh, it's outside. And it's this like, I think I took a picture of it. I'll have to look for it. But it's it was the, um, explain it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you go to a shopping center and it says like Target at the top and then like Ulta and Barnes and yeah. Noble and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's basically that, except it's the Honda Center is where Target would be because Target's always <laughs> at the top. And then right above it, it's like curved at the top mm -hmm. and there's a light. Like a oh, dull a lamp. Yeah, dull, dull little orangish light that like you wouldn't know is the lamp. Like and no. it's like what the we fuck at is one point on? we were going over to the Wild Wing statue to see is he holding a lamp and then they turn it on. No, mm -hmm. it is the top of like the shopping center um you know mark signage, I guess. Yeah. 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 yeah so I guess it. so it's it the light isn't on if they lose. Correct. Or is it like yeah. always but on and they're just saying? No. You're like no, you would think they have it like a Batman symbol in the air yeah. or something like that, being like, we win. I'm down. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's, it's I'm here all day. I'm here all day. This is this is like dinky <laughs> thing that if you drove by, you would never know in a million years. Nope. Like, oh, the ducks won. Look at the lamp. It's lit. Like nope. you would have no clue. You would have so no clue. So is it like clue. one of those like push like lamp, like push little wall light things? <laughs> That's what it, yeah. that's what it was. Tablight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We won. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> um, that is not why Anaheim was my favorite. That is just a very funny story that I still can't get over. I know. Um, yeah, it was my favorite because it was very, and basic is not a bad word. That's a good word. You know, I was kind of explaining one of the things about Pittsburgh is there's not a lot of extra theatrics. It's mm -hmm. just, we're here for the game, and I love that. But the things I really loved about Anaheim, I am just kind of, you know, I'm a real laid back person. I don't need a lot. I love the theatrics in Vegas and I would go to Vegas a hundred times over and I loved yeah. that. But Anaheim was just really just kind of there to have a good time. I love that they're like ice crew. I think oh, they're called power players. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. all different sizes, all different types of women. They all look different. And I love that because I'm used to the ice girls in Dallas, which we don't have time to talk about. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And so I, I love seeing different types of women represented. They were all having a good time. Um, my favorite type of music is 90s rock music. That's mm -hmm. all they played. I swear I heard every single Foo Fighter song that has That's ever been Sam on the radio. Island. And I loved that. Yeah. That's my favorite. Um, and then they did a lot to um, honor like first responders and military. They really put a lot of significance on like, you know, the military hero of the game. And I think they did something with firefighters or might have been police officers. But they did, they like represented, you know, someone who protects us. And then mm -hmm. uh, they also did a lot. I saw them mentioning a lot about women's hockey. Mm -hmm. yeah. Speaking of women, do you have a, uh, a favorite hockey lady? We asked you your favorite hunk of hockey do you have a favorite lady in the in the sport that you like um does it count if they're part of a front office of course yeah okay so yeah so uh, I would say like uh, my favorite hockey lady and probably like 
I don't know if I would say hero, definitely someone I admire and would love to be like is a woman named um, Jen Bellano Ridgely. She is the vice president of media relations for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, she has been with them since the 07-08 season. Um, and well, she was an intern before that and then got hired full time uh, right out of, I think her master's. And then one day, I think it was during the 08-09 season, she talks about this on a podcast, um, they fired their director of communications. And I think it was when Dan Bilesma, the coach had just became coach and Ray Shero, who was the GM at the time came to her and he's like, okay, time to run a press conference. You're the person you report to, he's gone, you're in charge. And so she talks about how she had to put on a brave face and even though she knew every single person in the locker room, she had to act like she didn't. And she went up to every single one of them. and was like, hi, I'm Jen. What's your name? Here's what's going to be happening today. And she was like, it was the weirdest thing to do that to Sidney Crosby, but I did it. Yeah, I was just going to say like, hello, Mr. Crosby. My name is Rachel. <laughs> right, right. Like That would be so weird. Yeah. Um, but she was like, you just have to, they are, they're just normal people, you know, and we love watching them. And she now, she has so many great stories about working with them, but she, like, she gave really great advice. Like you have to treat everyone like they're just a normal person because at the end of the day they are. And um, she's worked her way up. She was director and then like a senior director. And then here recently, I think last season or two seasons ago, became a vice president. Um, and she just, she's amazing. She kicks a lot of ass. So I love her. Dang, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say is your best like hockey memory? I don't know. That's a, that's a big question. That's yeah. a lot to think about, especially when your team, you know, has like a million Stanley cups, just saying. <laughs> Not yeah. a million. We have five. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. That's, that's more than the Kings, right? and well, like, more right. than the Preds, <laughs> but not more than the Leafs, right? No. How many do the Leafs have? No. Jeez. Oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll Google know that... it while you think yeah, about Google. it. Yeah, Google it. There you go. Um, I, I can say that every single game I've been to, minor or NHL, I remember. Like, I could sit here and tell you about every single game I've been to because they all mean so much to me. Yeah. Um, and that, that may change, you know, one day, but mm -hmm. I can say that every single game is a special memory for me, but I, I guess besides touching the Stanley cup, <laughs> which is, <laughs> yeah, actually best, yeah. we have to talk about that. Oh, and the Leafs have 13. Okay. Whatever. Well, the black, we're not there yet. Oh, it's fine. We can, we'll digress, but I like that you guys just called out my teams for not having enough cups. <laughs> And then you mention the Blackhawks. Yeah. That's, come on. Yeah, uh, so I am kind Friendly of fire here. <laughs> Okay. The Blackhawks were the first team I saw win the Stanley Cup, like, live on TV. So gotcha. I have a kind of special memory. That's a special memory, watching them win. I remember yeah. that very distinctly. Okay, oh, this is something that we admit. have to... Oh, go ahead, Breezy. I'm sorry. I have to admit, I feel like anywhere I go, I either see Penguins fans or Blackhawk fans. Mm -mm. Breezy, there's always that one guy, and it is a guy wearing a Chicago Blackhawks yep. home jersey at every single hockey game, NHL, yes. AHL, college, whatever, that guy. We love Hashtag hockey. What do you guy. want? What do you want he's, from us? We're Chicago. He's the found one. 
I haven't seen penguins at every game. I look for them. But there's that one freaking guy in that Chicago Blackhawks jersey. It's true. It's true. And we always say it's it's the found him because everyone always says found one. Um, But I just feel like anywhere I go, it's like if I go to Disneyland or whatever, like Hawks, penguins. Every single penguins at Disneyland? Are you kidding me? Well, not actual physical penguins. Okay, no, I know what you meant. I knew what you meant. Well, I just had to make sure because I know you love penguins, so. I do. Well, Disneyland, if, uh, I know I mentioned Disneyland corn dogs being the best, which they are. Disneyland is my second favorite place in the world, Pittsburgh being the first. So okay. they're both very close to my heart. So I would assume that one would be a zoo for penguins, but hmm, maybe yeah. that's your third favorite place. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'll go hang out with the penguins. What in the Chicago Aquarium? They're the ones walking around right now. Yep. Um, have y'all seen that? Yeah. Yeah, they're at the Shad Aquarium in Chicago. Yeah. They're letting them like <laughs> walk around the halls and stuff. But wait, I I have to go back though to something you said about touching the Stanley Cup. So oh, there's boy. a big. Well, I follow this superstition that. You only touch the cup if your team won the Stanley Cup in that year. If not, therefore, it could be bad luck. Now, I've also heard that this only applies, like, if your team has never won. And, like, so technically, because we are all fans of teams that have won, we could touch the cup, and therefore, everything would be fine, and we're not jinxing them. So I'm taking it that you don't subscribe to that, Elena. And then, Breezy, (laughs) I want to know what you think. Uh, I feel like there's a right and a wrong answer to this question. There's a your um, opinion answer. That's all there is. Okay. I, I, um, I do have a thing against hoisting the cup and kissing the cup. I would never do that unless Cindy Crosby handed it to me and then I would. Uh, and yes, it has to be him. Um, so no, I wouldn't do either of those things, but I can say in the moment, I stood in that line for two and a half hours and I, I would never stand in line. I've never stood in line for any Disneyland ride that long. Um, but I did it for the cup. And I will say when I got up there, they're like, you have time to take one picture. And I was like, I have to find one of the penguins teams. And it has to be one of them from like my, my era. And I will say, even though I didn't watch it live, 0809 is the 2009 Pittsburgh penguins are probably my favorite Pittsburgh penguins team. Mm-hmm. Um, and right at the last second, right before they took my picture, I saw like maybe like seventies or eighties. And I was like, Oh, and so I went like one line down and there it was 2008, 2009. And I just stuck my hand on it. And if you see the picture, I, my hand is very awkwardly placed because I just had, I was like, I have to put my hand there. And I was like mid cry. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like, I, I know the superstition or I know, I know there's several different ones. Like, like I mentioned, like don't hoist it, don't kiss it or don't touch it. And it's also, when can you not do those things? But for me, I'm sorry. I found Sidney Crosby's first Stanley cup and I was going to touch it. And I did. Okay. And it was the best. Breezy, what about you? <clears throat> um, yeah, I feel like you probably, uh, I probably wouldn't touch it unless my team had currently won it. Like they're the ones that currently have possession of it. Um, I've never touched the Stanley cup, but um, I did go to the hockey hall of fame in Toronto where they do have a second cup always visible, always there. 
um and i walked up to it no one was there i went in august so like it was pretty uh pretty dead inside of there and walked up and looked at it, i was like i can't touch it i can't touch it and then i walked away and then i looked back and i was like i'm in toronto it's not even the real one i can touch it so i i did walk over there and uh yeah i uh i i found the kings um and i did touch it Oh, I, I just like that. I just touched a little bit. Um, I did a full it? hand grab, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I did. I have full not. I have not touched the cup. I, I have not. I was at the fan uh, NHL All Star Fan Fair in San Jose two oh, years yeah. two years ago, and uh, I could have. I I had a chance to interview Phil Pritchard, who's the like official keeper yeah. of the cup. Mm -hmm. And he was like, do you want to go stand by the cup? And I was like, so terrified to be near it and for like fear of touching it and jinxing. I was like, no, 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 this is good. We'll just keep it. We'll just put it, put it behind us. Like just frame it up. So it's behind us. I was like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was way too nervous and freaked out to touch it, but my dad has touched it. Um, he got to go. I didn't live in Chicago during the years that, that, the most recent years when the Hawks won, won their cups, but my dad has pictures and he actually went with his buddy, his like childhood best friend. And they decided, I think it was the second year in our like most recent decade that we won that he, they wore, they decided to wear tuxedos to take a picture. Yes. With the <laughs> like they went all out for it. And it, I thought that was really fun. So, you know, you got to make it. So I will try and like, um, uh, save myself on this one. I was wearing a Dallas Stars jersey when I touched it. So there you go. There you go. It'd be different if it was a Penguins jersey. Plus, I mean, we were, and that was January one. We'd already had so many injuries. Sidney Crosby was not back yet from an injury. I was like, I mean, we are already screwed. So it's okay. <laughs> so, so if the Stars fine. never win the cup, you're to blame. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> that's not her team. Wah, wah. Oh, that's, that's, that's funny. Listen, I can tell you a lot of reasons why they won't win the cup. So it's not because I touched the Stanley Cup wearing their jersey. Ooh, you know what? Yeah. I I think this would be a good time to um let you uh, I wanted I want to have a, a segment with you, Elena. And I don't I, we want to try it out. So we're gonna try it out right now with a bless your heart because that's a southern saying for people who don't know and it can be used as a positive or as a negative um, shady like a nice nasty comment yeah right like oh bless their heart you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know with like a little mm face so why don't you give us a bless your heart rant about the current state of the dallas stars oh Oh no. Oh yes. Oh no. I'm gonna that watch was... the clock. You get two minutes to just go I was, off. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> Bring it. Okay. You know you have a lot to say. Okay, Dallas Stars, listen. Um, y'all need to get over the fact that Tyler Sagan is not your best player anymore just because you're paying him what ten million dollars a year and he shows his abs to every single girl who pops up at the class does not mean that he should be on the top line. He's not doing anything. Put the pressure on him or kick him out. Also, your rookies and your the players who are like in their first or second, even third year 
are your better players. Just because you're not paying them this top salary does not mean that they're not the best players. <sighs> okay. Um, Give us one more rant. Okay. I, I'm going to go away from players because I try not to go in too much on players. Um, your social media needs work. The Dallas Stars are one of the only teams that does not interact with fans on social media. Every single team that I have tweeted this year, pretty much all the teams I visited have interacted with me in some way, whether it's liking something, retweeting something, something like that. I've never seen the Stars retweet something. I've never seen them reply to comments. And they're not posting fan content. When you're at a game, take pictures of the signs that people are making interact with your fans you're gonna get more people in the building promise you that and on that note you say bless their heart i hate the Dallas stars <laughs> i thought that was some constructive criticism to the stars so i feel like that was great it was well, thank you i hope that i can help honestly if they called me to uh, i told jimmy i was like one day i'm gonna do marketing jimmy is your husband Right. Yes, thank you. Sorry. I know who yeah. Jimmy is. <laughs> Jimmy, my husband. Jimmy, just this random guy on the street. Uh, Jimmy, my husband. I told him, I was like, I'm going to do marketing for an NHL team. And he's like, what do you know about marketing? I was like, I can tell you that Dallas is a very social media conscious city and they have a lot of like bloggers and influencers. And if they just partnered up with those people, they would have sold out arenas every game. Boom. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, free advice, but call me. Pay me. I can help you out. All right. Also, I go. To, I would. I will also continue to go to Stars games and wear Victory Green and be happy. But they're like my middle child. I give them a lot of shit. As you should. And yes. I fully support everything you said. I don't disagree with any of your constructive criticism. <laughs> they have really stuff. good. They have really good younger players. I can say that they're doing really good stuff. And Breezy, do you have any thoughts on her uh, comments about? Sagan with your with hunks of hockey don't you do something special with Mr. Tyler yeah so I mean Tyler obviously is a, a fan favorite for a lot of people and I like tattoos I get it there's a, such a high demand to post him every single time there's a stars day right and it's just not fair to the rest of the team and and you you, I mean, it's it's terrible. I get so much hate for not posting Tyler, but then I get hate for posting Tyler. Oh, so rather, well, I'm sorry I you're getting like, hate in general. Oh no, it's fine. I, it's whatever. <laughs> That's their deal. But it's like, so I started uh, a Sagan Sunday. Okay, I love alliteration. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Sagan Sunday. People love it, but then obviously it's you can't do it every Sunday. This and that. I do what I want. If I don't feel like posting them, then I'm not going to post them. If I feel like it, then I'll post it. But um, Tyler does end up getting the most, uh, <clears throat> most likes, most comments and obvious reasons why. Um, but people think that I'm a huge, like Tyler Sagan fan and I'm, I'm really, I'm not, I'm just trying to do my community a service. That's, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's social media. Like you're going to go for the things that people like, and I, I have nothing against, I don't know the guy. I will say, uh, I told Rachel the story, Breezy, I have an off-recording story to tell you that's interesting. Okay. It's one I won't say on the podcast, um, but like, I don't, I don't know him. His dogs are very cute. Um, I will say he does a good job with interacting with fans. I always see him giving out pucks to like kids and stuff at games, and I mm -hmm. appreciate that type of thing, yeah. um, and he does stuff in the community and stuff like that, so as a person, he seems totally fine, um, yeah. and 
yeah, people seem to really think he's the best looking guy. I personally don't think he is besides mm-hmm. the tattoos, but we all like someone different and it's whatever. That's true. But yeah, that but I, I do not believe he should be making the salary he currently makes. I also, we could do a whole podcast episode about my rants about the 2010 draft, which includes him. It's just the 2010. The other, the other years I have nothing against, but for some reason I have such strong opinions about the 2010 draft. It's insane. I feel like that's going to have to be uh, your next bless your heart segment will be the 2010, the 2010 draft. I was going to talk about, I have little notes about (laughs) all the, all the videos the players have been making during the coronavirus and how, um, hold on, Breezy, do you know who Michael Grabner of the Arizona Coyotes is? I sure do. Girl. Oh my God. He might be my new hunk because Lord have mercy. Did you like his oh. uh, outside roller skating? Yes, that's exactly the one I wrote <laughs> What else you got written down there? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I can say this. Uh, bless your heart in a positive way during this coronavirus craziness. Um, of the Washington Capitals, TJ Oshie and Nick Jensen, their babies were born at the same time and they have a picture in the hospital together. Brian Brester, the Pittsburgh Penguins, was working out with his dog, like he was holding his dog while he's like doing squats. <laughs> um, yeah, Michael Grabner is my uh, new favorite person. Um, she's getting all like, like all heated over there. <laughs> so, sorry, Jimmy, I, Michael. <laughs> Jimmy's fine. Don't you worry about him. Um, uh, it, I'm gonna say his name wrong. Uh, the Canucks is it Anton Russell? Am I saying that right? I think it's Roussel. But Roussel, yes. thank you. Um, he and Minnesota. his son were roller skating around the kitchen. <laughs> yes. All these came out like today or in the last two days. And then um, another name I'll probably pronounce wrong is the Blue Jackets, Nathan Gerby. Um, a few days ago, he announced that he and his wife were having a fourth child. And he said something like, at least I scored four goals in my career or something like that. <laughs> That's good. Bless their hearts. They're so cute. And I loved all of this positive content, but you know, you just had to get me started on the stars. I knew, I knew, I knew it was going to be good content for the podcast. So I had to, I had to get a, a negative, bless your heart and you know, a positive. Maybe that's what we have to do is let you do a, both sides of the bless your heart. Uh, that's a good idea. I bring a positive one and then have to like hit me with like a surprise one. That's yes. a good idea. We'll get yeah, your but- natural reaction. Ray, go on Instagram to the Arizona Coyotes page. Yeah. I see Grabner. I uh, I think you do have a thing for the like hot dad thing. I don't know if he's a dad, but he looks a little older. So I mean, just a <laughs> hot older guy thing, maybe. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know anything about his his family, but Jimmy is five years older than me. So you got a type. It's okay. Yeah, that, it's just older men. That's the only <laughs> type though, because. I love my husband. He doesn't look anything like Joe Pavelski or this other guy. <laughs> he's, he's a computer nerd and I love him so much, but he doesn't look like him. Oh, I, hope, <laughs> I hope Jimmy, Jimmy, we love you. Listen, we I, I love know. you. Come on the podcast. We love you. <laughs> Breezy and I will give him a big hug when we come stay with you and go get our barbecue and go to a Stars game and, and we'll make sure he knows you love him. Yeah, we'll go to a Stars game when they're playing the Penguins. That honestly, good turnout. I would say that's a 60-40, maybe even 65-35 arena for Penguins fans. 
Mm-hmm. Good turnout of fans, and um, yeah, definitely a fun time. But any any Dallas Stars game is fun. They really have stepped up their in-game media. They have really cool hype videos and stuff like that. So it's fun game. All right, fun game. Breezy, fun anything game. else you want to ask her, or are we, yeah. we going to wrap this up? <clears throat> I think the uh, last question on the list would, uh, and this is how we're going to end it, is uh, what arena's next? I don't know. I just want, I want, I want the NHL to come back first of all, so I can have an arena to go to. Um, honestly, if I had control over it, I would like to hit Canada next. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been to Canada yet and I really want to see Montreal and, um, Toronto specifically. Um, but I think realistically, if the season starts back up, I want to try to go to Boston. Um, I do have a friend in Boston, um, and I would like to go see her and meet her for the first time, kind of like I did with Ray, like, hey, we know each other, let's meet up. And um, yeah. I, I love Boston. Honestly, if I wasn't a Penguins fan, I might be a Bruins fan. Um, okay. I, yeah, I really like them. I, I don't know why, but I just think they're amazing and a really great team. And um, so Boston, but also Toronto, Montreal. Gotcha. All right. And then cool. I will, I'm putting this out in the world. I will be at Seattle's first game in 2021. All right. That's Again, right. You heard it. First. I will say that I am going to be at that game. So two things we can take from this is Disneyland's corn dogs, oh. and that you're going to be at Seattle's first game. <laughs> Disneyland corn dogs on Main Street, not in Frontierland. Oh yeah, Main the little Street. red wagon. Little red wagon. Thank you. Yeah. If, if anything, those are the two things you need to know. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Elena, for joining us. Um, People can follow you where on social media? What's your handle? Yeah, so on, um, honestly, if you just search Life of Elena, you can find me that way. Um, On Instagram, Life of Elena, and on Twitter, it's The Life of Elena. Um, Elena spelled A-L-A-N-A. That's not Alana. Um, And then my website is thelifeofelena.com. Awesome. And we are definitely, if Breezy agrees to it, we've got to have you on to do a bless, a bless your heart segment um, more often and uh, get your hot, hot opinionated takes on the, on the House of Hockey podcast. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for spending time with us and telling us everything about your hockey experience. Yes. Thank y'all for having me. And seriously, I, I love both of you very much. I think y'all are doing amazing things for the hockey community and for lady hockey fans and, you know, women who want to work in the industry. And I really appreciate y'all putting out this podcast and putting out the content y'all do. And I'm really excited to see what's next. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Thanks. We will be back next week, next Tuesday with a brand new episode of House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Make sure to find us as well on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast.